I need to know everything. Who and the what and the where I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious, George. I hop in the Porsche, five and a horse. I'm ready for war. I'm coming for throws to turn to a ghost. I need to know everything. Now you'll be surprised at the info you get is by letting them talk. So I'm letting them talk. Let's get off the mute there. <laughs> I guess it's been a minute, huh? I'm ready it has to been back in there. Anytime we miss a week, man, it's like somebody stuck on mute. <laughs> Throws us off for a second. How's it going, Dan? How are we doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just living. We're about uh, about halfway through the fantasy football season. Damn. It's a little more abridged. So we're heading into week seven. That's so crazy. crazy already. It's crazy. This is like make or break time for a lot of teams. We're we're almost halfway through the entire NFL regular season. That's wild to me. It's not fair. That as well. But, yeah, I mean, you're probably sitting there. If you're playing fantasy football, you're probably sitting there. I mean, you got to start looking at your team at this point, right? you got to think oh, yeah. you're playing – what do we play these days? 14 weeks. If you if you do 15, 16, 17 is your playoffs. So we're playing 14 weeks. You probably have to get to six or seven wins depending on your playoff structure. So where are you at? You know, you got to start, start making those moves, and this might be the week to – Time to to start making them with uh we were just talking about all these quarterbacks who are hurt you know if you're if you're behind the eight ball maybe this is a, a week to make the move if you're ahead of the game maybe you you send off a backup quarterback that you have on your team to make your team better mm-hmm. it's uh we're really getting down to those those weeks that good trades and, and being smart with your team and you you got to know your guys now like you can't just keep holding on to guys just to hold on to them at this point yeah, that's like it's like a bad investment, you know. If you're not getting the return that you're expecting, go hit the waivers. Grab some of these right. other guys. There's plenty of injuries that are causing some other younger players to move up the depth chart and get some playing time, get some increased snap shares. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some of that tonight. Tell you the truth, and you know, you get a deal that comes through. Definitely consider it. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's for your star player. If you're two games a game below 500 at this point in the season, it's time to it's time to shift, scramble it up a little bit, shift it around Absolutely. a little bit, and and put your put your cards on the table. And remember that you're we're playing we're playing season long, y'all. Like this is, I mean, I'm thinking of guy Gabe Davis, Quentin Johnston, like these guys that we loved at the beginning of the year. Six weeks into it, they ain't it. Like, and if they're not it, don't just hold on to them just to hold on to them. Right. You know, and, and maybe you throw Tony, him in as a time to drop. There is Tony, like an extra guy. Like, throw him in as a, you know, a guy that uh, throw in. Maybe they like him or something to get a trade done, something like that. But it really is a, a time to start taking a good, hard look at your fantasy teams to understand where you're at. And that's what Dan and I are here for. So if you're here in the chat tonight, maybe you got questions about certain guys. Maybe you're holding on to a, a Quentin Johnson and you're like, man, do I keep holding on to this guy or do I drop him? Throw it in the chat. Let us know. We, we will answer those questions for you. We appreciate you all being here with us. Absolutely. Hit that like button. Share share with your friends if you will. Um, and if you're listening on the audio afterwards, thank you so much for being with us. Make sure you like and subscribe. Apple or Spotify as well. Uh, and mm-hmm. Dan, let's uh let's jump into the news. 
Yeah, man. A lot of a lot of news going around. McCole Hardman was the latest wide receiver to get traded, coming back to Kansas City in a late late pick swap. We're going six for Bro, seven. Why Hardman coming home? <laughs> why? I mean, I, okay. So, so Dan runs. Dan does the, the fastest forty podcast. In my assumption, Dan, you guys talk about it this week. Is that a safe assumption? Yes, we. I actually recorded. Just moments before we're recording this show. So if if you want to get all the thoughts, yeah, if you want to get all the thoughts, you got to go listen to to Fastest 40. All right. (laughs) We don't want to give all that away right now. But what I will say is why? Like Justin Watson gets hurt, but he doesn't go on the IR. So he's out a couple weeks, and you're going to tell me you can't survive a couple weeks. So you got to go off and bring back me, Cole Hardman. Is like, I just don't understand. This guy didn't do anything outside of his rookie year for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's never been consistent. He's not good. I don't think he is a good wide receiver. He played like 28 snaps in six weeks for the New York football Jets. If you can't get on the field with the Jets, why are the Chiefs going and getting him all of a sudden? I don't know. know You're kind of plugged into the more hand-in-the-dirt style stuff, but I, I am like, this feels yeah. weird. Why why pay any draft capital at all? To it's obviously that? not carrying any fantasy weight here. Like I'm not this is not the <laughs> the news that's going right. to tell you to go scoop this guy off the waiver and grab him today or anything like that. He knows the scheme. He knows everything offensively that makes him kind of an easy transition in and we might still see Watson go on IR. With some of the other pending moves, Charles Amenahue is going to be coming back this week. Not to get too in-depth with Chiefs and everything. Um, I'll save that for the Fastest 40 episode that's coming out on Red Friday. But, you know, there's some instances where, you know, you can make it make sense. But from a fantasy perspective, I'm not touching him with a 10-foot pole. It's really no, just no, no. To, to go with any other pass catcher, like, on the Chiefs offense. I'd... I mean, outside of Rashi Rice and Travis Kelsey, there's no one even viable to put in your starting lineup if you're if you're rostering any Chiefs players, um, wide receivers or pass catchers. That is Pacheco. You're going to want to start, but yeah. that's pretty much it, man. And and I don't think McCole Hardman changes that. Yeah, and I'll, just to touch on the the actual Chiefs themselves, like yes, I agree with that. Like Nicole's nothing but a gadget guy. He's gonna. You know, he'll probably play 10 to 15 snaps, and all 10 to 15 of them will probably be something schemed towards him, which is exactly how they're using Kadarius Tony right now, who has like a 33% target per routes run, which is elite. But I mean, they're literally scheming Kadarius Tony. Like when he gets on the on the field, he runs a route, they throw him the ball. Like that is how many of those passes does scheme. he catch three yards behind the line of scrimmage? Yeah, like it, like that's that's what they're doing, right? I would love. I should look into his air yards, honestly. Um, Rashi Rice is the guy for me that I'm on my radar, though. Uh, no, we haven't got to waiver wires, but um, go check him out. See if he's on the waiver wire. He's not necessarily in a starting role quite yet for a fantasy perspective, but rookie wide receiver, really been kind of slowly put into the office a little more. He's got a 30% target share, running way more routes than Kadarius Tony. He is the highest targets per route run other than Kadarius Tony on the, the Chiefs wide receiver core. So he is the guy, in my opinion, and I think that as a rookie wide receiver, he will slowly continue 
to be integrated into this offense. And if I'm looking at guys like Quentin Johnson, who I uh, referenced earlier, he's not being integrated into that offense. And there was a major injury ahead of him. Like that feels like the guy who should have easily been integrated into an offense. And it's not happening for that rookie wide receiver. It is happening with Rashi Rice. And we all know that rookie wide receivers do take a little bit of time to get integrated. So he's a guy that I'm definitely wanting to stash, um, you know, wait a couple more weeks, but see if this, the, the, the snap shares continue to go up, see if the targets continue to raise because he looks good and he looks like the best wide receiver on the team. Totally agree with all of that. I've loved the leagues where I've kind of stashed him on my bench, especially for my dynasty leagues for any dynasty players out there. If you got him in the rookie draft, think you got someone that's going to be pretty solid for the next few years. And he might still be easily tradable because he's not putting up huge numbers, right? Yeah. So go, go check it out and see if you can't get a steal. He Maybe you make him the throwing guy that comes back to you. Bank on that potential. So let's talk injuries, man. Uh, we'll a lot get of them. the quarterbacks. Let's kind of – there's only a couple other skill players that are worth noting this week. Kyron Williams expected to miss a few games. Phenomenal. Uh, Kieran, week, actually, man. I think it's Kieran Williams. Always, always mess up the pronunciations, but um, doesn't have to go on IR, and his backup ends up going on IR. So that's kind of a tough situation for the Rams. Yeah, yeah, bad spot for the Rams this week. I'll talk a little bit more about them in our start sits for just this week at least. But yeah, Kieran Williams, he's gonna miss a few games, but. Um, look, we all ought to be licking our chops for him to come back because he has been a stud. He's been a beast. And had another great game this week. Yeah, absolutely. Two Niners end up on the injury report. Left the of course. Early. Christian McCaffrey, oblique injury, Debo Samuel. I mean, what isn't injured on his body yeah. right now? He's been dealing with it this year a little bit. Just the way I he plays, seen, man. I know. He just plays hard and – and, uh, you know, puts it all out there, which is great for him. But that's the same thing that's been hurting George Kittle quite a bit yep. throughout his career. And, you know, I just I haven't seen anything about them not playing this Sunday, but I could absolutely see it being a situation where, you know, maybe they don't get as much play as they usually would. Yeah, and, you know, a guy like Jordan Mason will we'll talk waiver wires, but I would kind of put him on your radar, gets a touchdown this past week against the Browns. You're not really playing him, but if CMC were to miss, it it, it appears he is the guy behind Jordan Mason, and um, Kyle Shanahan will – or behind Chris McCaffrey, excuse me, and Kyle Shanahan will use one running back. He is not a guy who's going to use a whole bunch – uh, as Elijah Mitchell is still out. So just kind of a guy to put on your radar if C-Mac were to miss. Um, you know, I don't expect him to miss, but also it's it's midseason for these guys too. Missing yeah. a game doesn't, you know, these the 49ers are thinking Super Bowl or bust at this point, right? So um, right. if there's any inclination that that thing could get worse, they could definitely sit Christian McCaffrey for a week. It makes it tough from a fantasy perspective too because they play on Monday night. Now, while that's yeah. good for those guys to have that extra day to heal and and get right, you're gonna kind of be stuck lefting in the left in this limbo position. So Sunday morning, you're really gonna want to do your research, do your homework on 
what their practice schedule look like. Friday is going to be a big indicator. There's going to be some Saturday walkthrough. Um, news will come out about that, but just yeah. make sure that you're vigilant on it. Yeah, I would say right now my read would be um, if I'm at all worried about Debo, I just don't play Debo. I play somebody else on my team if I can. Mm-hmm. And if I'm at all worried about Christian McCaffrey, I do whatever it takes to get Jordan Mason on my bench. So that way it's just an easy swap. Exactly. And you're you're good to go. And if, you know, maybe by the happenstance you have Christian McCaffrey and Alexander Madison or something, but you have another guy you can start. Maybe you start them and Alexander Madison's your backup, something like that, you know. Not but, a bad play there. You know, you just have some kind of backup. But uh, for Debo, if you have any, any sense of like, I don't know if he's going to play, I would just play somebody else on Sunday. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, that's really hard to do. <laughs> it's really hard it not is. to have him. God, I would rather is. wait till Monday to, to make that decision on, on Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. Just stretch that thing to the last minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take the zero if you have to. It might be really right. good. It might be worth the risk. Exactly. QB news, man. Uh, Anthony Richardson done for the season. Shoulder surgery. They elected RIP. for him. It's probably best for him in the long term with his career and making sure that he's going to be right moving forward. But there's, yeah, they spent a bunch of draft capital on him. They got to get him right. But man, that just sucks. Like he, he looked good and they were winning ball games. Like, right, man. At least he was Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. He was perfect for fantasy. I got to say like he, he is the guy. Like he is your prototypical. He is the guy. Prototype QB is a rich. And he was fulfilling it like he was he was the man. So just a really tough like I I feel for, like I'm just like dang this sucks. Like, yeah, I, hate I that, definitely but, feel for him too. Um, yeah, Gardner will come in try to win some ball games for him, and you know it's kind of hard. But I'm also kind of like well maybe Shane Steichen just needs to gear it down a little bit and get a little better draft capital and see if they can't get another wide receiver in there opposite of Michael Pittman. Snag him, uh, snag him. You got uh, Jonathan Taylor Martin locked Harrison. in now, so that's good. You know, I don't know if they can get that high of draft capital, but maybe they could. <laughs> I don't know. There's some bad teams out there this year. Like, hey, hey, teams. Gardner, we're gonna actually give you a bonus for losing. Is that a? Is that a <laughs> you win four games, you get a mill. You win six, you get half mill. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, tough scene for for Anthony Richardson. Absolutely. And Justin Fields, not looking good for him either. Doubtful to play this weekend. You were talking about his backup quarterback. I really just like, this kills me for DJ Moore. More yeah. than anything. Because he's been having he's been having a top five fantasy football season up to this point. I, I almost made DJ Moore my sit of the week for a wide receiver, honestly. Just, be, just simply because... You don't know. They're going to bring in uh, Badgett. Badgett, I think his name. I think Tyler. Um, they're going to bring him in. Tyler B. And, yeah, <laughs> Tyler B works. So we'll see. But, yes, I agree with you. It d- definitely lowers my expectations for DJ Moore. Hopefully this is just a one-week stint for Justin Fields. And I was telling you pre, pre-show, man, at one of my Dynasty Superflex leagues, I've got Justin Fields. Anthony Richardson and Joe Burrow. So, um, mm. two quarterback league. I'm sitting here chilling with zero quarterbacks this week. So oh, we're gosh. we're gonna have to talk through some quarterbacks. And Tyler Bad Badgett is one of the guys that that might be out there that you got to go get this week. 
Right. You know, maybe Gardner Minshew is still on the board for you. So you're there's gonna be a lot of backup quarterbacks played this week. Oh yeah. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a little unfamiliar when you're looking at those matchups and in that quarterback position. Um, another one, Daniel Jones starting practice, not cleared for contact yet. He had that neck injury. I'll talk about uh to Rod Taylor here in a little bit, but that's who's going to fill in there for the G-men, Daniel Jones. I mean, honestly, they looked better without him to, like, just keep it high level. <laughs> now, does they have – did Daniel Jones have a neck injury back in the day? Yes. It was, like – I think it was two seasons ago. It kept okay. him up for some significant uh, time. I thought that was – I thought that was the case, which is just a little scary. It's concerning. Now, we shouldn't be starting Daniel Jones, you know, just don't listen to me anymore. Uh, <laughs> but we shouldn't be starting Daniel Jones anyways at this point in one quarterback's single season league, our one-year league. So, um, but still just something to, to monitor because I did think that he had one before and that could potentially mean he might miss more time. We'll see how it actually plays out. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I – I don't I don't hate the idea of Tyrod Taylor against that Washington defense. The Washington defense hasn't really shown up too much this year. Nah, they're not doing anything spectacular. Um we'll talk we'll talk more about that stuff when we get into the show a little bit later. Uh Jimmy Garoppolo was sent to the hospital due to a back injury. He's not practicing. Deshaun Watson still nursing that shoulder injury injury and not practicing. So a couple a couple other quarterbacks that are going to have their backs backups in most likely this weekend. Yep. I wonder if they're going to have AOC out there in Vegas, uh, Aiden O'Connell, and then with Deshaun Watson, it's likely going to be. I don't know. They played like three different backup quarterbacks. We'll see who they. I play. mean, we got to give a shout out to PJ Walker, man. He goes out <laughs> and beats the San Francisco 49ers on the back of the defense. We know, but yeah, <laughs> um, you know, Amari Cooper had a heck of a game against the 49ers, and, and I had actually sat him quite a bit this week. 49ers, P.J. Walker, don't feel great about it. It was gross. Dude, but but he he did great, and so that just gives me some confidence in P.J. Walker and at least to be able to get our boy Amari Cooper, who's probably the only Brown that you're starting right now. Uh, maybe you can start David and Joku, but not really feel great about it just because tight end sucks, but – yeah, just P.J. Walker going out there. Like, I thought he looked serviceable for Amari Cooper in fantasy, essentially. Uh, uh, Aiden O'Connell in Las Vegas, I assume he'll be the starter. Uh, and then they'll they'll keep – who's the other guy? Who's the backup? Is it Hoyer? Do they Hoyer. have Hoyer there? Yeah, and I think they'll keep Hoyer as the backup. I can't believe That's kind of the way playing. I read it a little bit. Like, Hoyer came in to back up. Jimmy G mid game, I would assume they like that veteran presence as the backup more than um, Aiden O'Connell. Like I, I assume they want to prepare Aiden O'Connell all week long to be the starter. Mm -hmm. So then, if something were to happen to him, he's got they got a veteran backup. I don't know for sure, but that's kind of the way I read it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I I'm watching the games and whatnot, and I hear Hoyer drops back, throws it. I was like, Hoyer? What? <laughs> Ryan Hoyer? Is it 2012? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mind blown about it. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's one of those things that, you know, 
maybe temper your expectations on what Devontae Adams is going to do. He's been definitely frustrated, nursing some of his own injuries too. But, you know, with Vegas, there's not really a ton of guys on that team either that I'm crazy about. Michael Mayer, though, he had a pretty solid game. Yeah, he did. He looked good. It was nice seeing him get some some actual targets, some meaningful targets. So uh, that was pretty cool. <clears throat> In terms of the other two quarterbacks that we were a little bit concerned about, Trevor Lawrence, he sprained his knee. All signs are pointing to him playing on Thursday night against the Saints. And then Josh Allen with the shoulder injury, he ended up finishing the game, and he's pretty confident that he'll be good to go. So doesn't seem to be hampering him too much, at least nothing to worry about moving forward. Final QB news before we go into the waiver wire talk. Tyler Murray has had his 21-day window open for his return from his ACL. I'd expect him to come off that IR, maybe not next week, but the following. Dobbs has been serviceable, so they're going to take yeah. their time, I think, with, with Kyler Murray a little bit. But once he comes back, you thought Hollywood Brown was valuable now. Wait until, wait until Kyler Murray's back under center. Yeah, and I like – I mean, Hollywood, I'm going to talk actually talk about him here in a little while as well, but um, he's he's been earning all the targets. He's definitely the alpha um, now that, oh, yeah, that, that DeAndre alpha. Hopkins is not there anymore. I was looking at their schedule real quick at Seattle, Ravens, at the Browns, then the Falcons coming up. So, you know, I don't know when Murray gets back out there, but he's seen the field for the first time and, you know, 12 months or whatever it's been probably not this week like some of the other you know Jonathan Taylor Cooper Cup those guys when their windows open they were thrown right back in the action I don't assume that's going to happen with Kyler Murray I would assume we're probably going to see him here Ravens or Browns over the next couple of weeks uh, just going to be interesting to see what that looks like the, the Cardinals are one in five James Conner's been hurt. Zach Ertz is dust ball. Like, I don't know. It'll just be, I, I feel like they're probably going to throw him out there to figure out is this the guy for our regime or not? Like, that's kind of the my thought around it. And I mean, for fantasy football, it doesn't matter if he's good at NFL football or not. Kyler Murray's going to run the ball. Kyler Murray's going to do all the things. Um, he is like the goal line <laughs> rusher, kind of like a Jalen Hurts is. So, uh, you're going to like that a lot for fantasy football. Um, and he's going to elevate Hollywood Brown, I think, for sure. Probably a little bit of Michael Wilson, too. Oh, man, I've, I've liked what I've seen from him so far, too. Yeah. It's, been, it's been pretty nice seeing them get out there and and starting to make some strides as a rookie as well. So a lot of good stuff coming from that. Let's get into the waiver wire. Um, looks like we're on, while we're on the Cardinals train – <laughs> You've got somebody that uh, that's worth highlighting here. Sorry, I lost you for a second. Oh, you're good with the waiver wire. Looks like you've got somebody. Oh on, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure, man. Just staying I, in that just, Cardinals lane. Yeah, we just talked about Arizona. Man. Trey McBride. I just talked about how dusty old veteran um, Zach Ertz has been. Trey McBride. Running more routes than Zach Ertz just last week. Here's a guy who I think he's in his second year now. Um, he's been kind of coming on. I think that especially with how nasty tight end is, 
you might not have to be going and sprinting to, to pick him up right this minute, uh, but definitely put him on your radar. Last week, 58% of the snap count surpassed Zach Ertz. I think that we might see over the next couple of weeks a real changing of the guard here with with uh, with Trey McBride. And look, I told you all a couple of weeks ago about Amari DiMarcato for this same Arizona Cardinals team. I was in love with Michael Wilson early, like in the offseason, drafted him a ton in best ball. Just you have to look at some of these NFL teams and think about like, dude, they don't need – they're not thinking about this year. Like this isn't – they're not playing for this year at all. Zach Ertz, while he'll be out there, he's being paid to play football. He's not their future. Why wouldn't they try to give a guy like Trey McBride, you know, an opportunity to be the tight end for them? And right. so just put him on your radar. You don't have to go stash him quite yet, but I definitely think you should be thinking about um, this guy, star him, whatever you have to do. But put him on your radar. He's, you know, eight targets over the last two weeks. I think that there really is a change with the guard for tight end at Arizona. No, I love that. I love that that play, especially with Zach Ertz. If, you, if you're in a dynasty space grabbing – a guy like Trey McBride, who's going to be getting more meaningful targets from Kyler Murray as he comes back to, I mean, those are all pieces to consider for sure. I'm looking at Zach Evans with the injury to Kieran Williams and, and uh, the other running back, Ronnie, what is his name? Ronnie Speedman. Ronnie Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. Speedman. Yep. Ronnie Rivers. Yeah. With him going on IR, those are all, dominoes that needed a fall for him to get any kind of meaningful touches so if you're in a position we've got a ton of teams on buys we've got some running back concerns definitely worth a pickup for zach evans and then finally jeff wilson i was able to scoop jeff wilson in one of my 14 man leagues people just for whatever reason don't want to stash him on ir maybe they have a more valuable player that gets injured and they want to move him on ir create that roster space there are leagues where he is available. So if you're able to put in that waiver claim and scoop him up, he's going to get some touches behind Raheem Mostert. He's going to elevate above those other guys. He's expected to be pulled off the IR this week yep. and play. In and their we've game seen Miami. Miami, everybody gets the points and touches in Miami. So absolutely. He can easily become a starting running back for you a week or two down the road. Maybe not for long because he does get hurt a lot. <laughs> but and and he's also like – and we don't want to like wish any injury, but he's also one most or injury away from being the starting running back for a few weeks. So, absolutely, I think that he should be owned in every league. Absolutely. Go out there and pick him up. Those are the two guys I'm looking at. We've seen so many injuries with running backs this year. There's no reason you shouldn't be taking flyers on guys like that whenever – whenever those injuries come about. So let's go ahead and move this thing into starts and sits, man. It's been a while since we've been oh, able yeah. to, to talk about some of this stuff, but I'm, I'm excited to dig into it. Yeah. We'll, we'll start and sit. If you're in the, the chat with us tonight, throw, throw your start and sit questions in the chat. Lee has already done that for us. He'll kind of get us started here. Uh, but but make sure interact with us. Let us know if you guys start sits. We will answer them as we go. Lee asks here, 
Devontae Smith or Deontay Johnson, who's coming off of IR as well in his flex. The, my initial my initial reaction to this was I saw a report today that Devontae Smith was questionable this week. So I, I, mm. I don't know exactly what's going on there. I did not have time to read into it, but I did see a report that he moved from healthy to questionable. So I would just, you know, make sure that you're aware of that first. Um, and then, but other than that, like, I think I got to go Devonte. I want to see it from Deontay. I love Deontay Johnson. He's one of my favorite wide receivers in the game. I hate that he plays for Pittsburgh. I think that he would be so much better elsewhere. Anywhere else. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that Eagles-Dolphins game, Sunday night football, high. I think it's the highest total on the entire weekend. Like, give me as many reason. pieces from that game as possible. Therefore, I'm taking Devontae Smith. 100%. That's where I'm at, too. That Miami defense just allows so much yeah. play from any opposing any opposing player, at least saying it's a hamstring. Hamstring. That, that would worry me, right? Like, Yeah. That would change the entire game. And if he does have a hamstring injury that he's going to be questionable for, then, yes, I'm probably going Deontay Johnson if you don't have any other options. But – a healthy Devontae Smith in a 51-and-a-half over-under um, total. Eagles-Dolphins should be one fun game Sunday night this week. So give me give me Devontae Smith if, if he's healthy. Absolutely. No, I'm totally with you on that. Uh, let's go into our starts of the weeks with quarterbacks. And uh, you can go ahead and, and jump into this one first. Yeah, I'll get started. So Pittsburgh, or yeah, I'll start with Pittsburgh's defense. I'm going Matt Stafford as my start of the week for a quarterback. Pittsburgh's defense giving up, like I think the stat was they've given up over 24 points in three of their five games, and one of those games were against the Raiders, who are trash anyway. So they're giving up a lot of points. I am worried. While I think that you're spot on with we need to be picking up Zach Evans. I'm worried about throwing Zach Evans right in there immediately. Mm. Um, I don't know how much, and I'll talk about him in my in our sits column too. But like, I'm just a little bit worried about this run game with with LA, and if the coaching staff is also worried about the run game, why wouldn't they just <laughs> let Stafford throw the ball 35 times to guys right. named Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup? Like these dudes are absolute studs, and how? How they found a guy that was like literally just as good as Cooper Cup is beyond me. When the Chiefs are rolling out explosive MVS, like it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, come on now, like how do these guys find a Puka Nakua? So, anyway, I I love I love Matt Stafford this week. The Steelers defense is not the Steelers defense that we expected it to be. No, they got hosed by the Houston Texans, y'all. Thirty points. Put up on them pre bye week. Um, I don't believe in this defense. I don't believe this team at all right now. Maybe over they fix something over the bye week, but I'm not banking on it. I like Matt Stafford this week. Yeah, that uh, my only worry would be if TJ Watt just like pops off. Like yep. if TJ Watt's firing on all cylinders, those are those are the scenarios that can get you in trouble with Pittsburgh's defense. But other than that, I mean. Puka and Cooper have just been popping off and there's no reason that they're not going to lean on that passing game even more. So 
now that uh, Kieran is is going to be seeing some time on the on the bench while it gets better. I'm going with Brock Burt, Purdy, traveling out to Minnesota, looking to bounce back from a poor performance against the Cleveland Browns. Minnesota's defense, not on the same level as Cleveland's by any stretch of the imagination. Minnesota actually is allowing top 10 production against fantasy football quarterbacks. I think they sit at like eighth most points allowed per game. So I could see this turning into a situation where it's either A, the Niners just pummel them and Brock Purdy has a tactical type game, or B, it's a shootout type of game. And I could totally see Brock Purdy taking advantage of that Minnesota secondary with the likes of uh, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and Kittle and just popping off for a couple touchdowns. I like Brock Purdy for my start of the week. I think we lost you again, brother. I was just getting a weird phone call. It threw me off. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was a distraction. You're good. Yeah, I, I like Brock Purdy. Minnesota's defense is also bad. Uh, and especially if C-Mac's a little bit limited and Debo is a little bit limited, I think they, they would lean less on that run game and and more on Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and company. So I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I'm going my start of the week for running back is going to be Roshan Johnson. Um, a guy that I really liked last week, but he couldn't get out of concussion protocol. He should clear concussion protocol this week. They don't, I mean, Dante Foreman did nothing for five weeks. He was inactive for like four of those weeks, right? And then he plays. They don't oh, ever yeah, the healthy ball, scratch. Like, yeah, he like they don't give him the ball at all. So now you've got a backup quarterback and Badgett coming in. He's probably not going to run like Justin Fields might run. I think they could turn and, and and rely on a guy like Roshan, who was getting more run even with a healthy Khalil Herbert. So if he's healthy, I think he's the number one this week. And I think that you should be confident enough to go ahead and put him in your lineups as your RB2 or even a flex play this week against – the lowly Las Vegas Raiders. No, I think that's that's a great play. I'm actually in a bit of a conundrum, and maybe I'll run my scenario by you. I have Jordan Addison as my flex at the moment, and I have Jameer Gibbs as my RB2. I have Swift in at RB1, A.J. Brown and Chris Olave as my wide receivers. On my bench is Roshan Johnson. Is there any scenario that would see you flexing Roshan Johnson over Jordan Addison or starting him over Jameer Gibbs this week? Uh, I would say probably the Gibbs thing is the one that's most likely just because we still don't know if Gibbs is actually playing this week, right? Right. Uh, He's been out for two weeks. Now, if Gibbs was healthy and a full go, then with David Montgomery out, like I would love Gibbs and I, I wouldn't really move him. Jordan Addison's the, the other one <clears throat> just because they're playing the 49ers and this and this Minnesota team is not that great. Um, mm-hmm. And so that would be one that I would actually – I would be more apt to play him over Jordan Addison just because like, yes, I just talked about how Amari Cooper had a, a good game against him, but he didn't like pop off. He didn't go for – you know, 30 points. He's no Tyreek Hill. Um, He just had a really solid game against the 49ers. But that's Amari Cooper. (laughs) 
he's a he's a veteran wide receiver and he knows what he's doing. Like I, I don't trust Jordan Addison against this 49ers defense. So I would definitely take the the shot at Ro- Roshan Johnson over Jordan Addison. Gotcha. Yep. I uh that was my conundrum was the Niners defense and knowing what they can do. I'm not in love with the Vikings offensive line, and I could just see that turning into a sack fest like we've seen yeah. so many other times this year and last year for that matter. Yep. 100%. All right. My running back this week, I'm going Brian Robinson for the Commanders. He's had an incredible year so far, and he's going up against the defense that's allowed the seventh most points to fantasy football running backs in the New York Giants. This could turn into an ugly game where the commanders are salting the clock away, and that means Brian Robinson's getting more totes, and he gets plenty of touches in the red zone for that team as well. Not to mention they've really been using him well as a receiver too. Yeah. I like Brian Robinson this week as my RB1. I love me some Brian Robinson this year. He's just me been. Me too. I love him. Now, the other day he they ran a – a uh, a wildcat and, they, and Brian Robinson handed it off to, to Gibson. That sucked. <laughs> yeah, that was lame. But it's all good. <laughs> I, I love me some Brian Robinson here. Uh, I'm going with my wide receiver as Tyler Lockett against the Arizona Cardinals. Hell yeah. I really like this game environment here. Um, Arizona's been serviceable. They've been pushing teams a little bit. I think Seattle really has to go go big, uh, you know, really try to keep up, especially after San Francisco lost. You know, I think that kind of just motivates the Seahawks a little bit more to try to keep pace with them, get to a four and two and be one game behind the 49ers here against a, a lowly Arizona Cardinals team. But Arizona giving it up through the air quite a bit. We all remember the Jamar Chase three touchdowns just two weeks ago. Um, it's just, it's just a defense that's, that literally can't stop anybody. DK Metcalf's been struggling with injuries a little bit. Tyler Lockett hasn't really had that big game. He had a couple touchdowns early in the year, but no yeah. like big breakout type game. So he's kind of in that, like, do I start him? He hasn't really done a whole lot for me. I think this is the week you go ahead and put him in your lineup. No, I love that. I think, uh, I'm going against Tyler Lockett in a couple of leagues this week, actually. So that doesn't give me a lot of uh, confidence in my yeah. matchup. There. And the fact that I saw that he was going against Arizona definitely didn't give me that vote of confidence either. So um, if you're starting Tyler Lockett against me this week, you're making a good decision. <laughs> That's right. Christian Watson is who I'm rolling with as my wide receiver start of the week going against that Denver defense. They haven't been just like opening the floodgates for wide receivers necessarily, but they have been allowing a ton of yards and plenty of points, even if you subtract the 70 points that the Dolphins put up on them in that boat racing. There's still a lot of points that have been scored on that defense so far. So I like Christian Watson to come off the bye week with Jordan Love and put up some numbers against that uh, Denver defense this week. Denver's so bad. That defense is so bad. I almost used AJ Dillon, honestly, um, to this week for my start of the week, just because it's again, but I just don't think they're going to lean on AJ Dillon. Like they would lean on like an Aaron Jones. Yeah. Uh, We just haven't seen that. So I wasn't, I wasn't willing to go that route for start of the week, 
but definitely another guy that is potentially flex worthy. Um, I'm going to stay right here in Green Bay, though, and I'm going to go with Luke Musgraves and love it uh, at tight end. We all know tight ends a dumpster fire. It gets worse whenever you've got six teams. Is it six teams on a buy? You know, you got no Ferguson this week, no Dalton Schultz, no Chig, those kind of guys who are are potentially playable week over week. Mm-hmm. And so, go after a guy who. We have seen it. We really started to see it. He got injured right before the bye week, like a week before the bye week. That kind of hurt him a little bit. But if you go back to week two and week three, he was very involved in this offense. And it seems like Jordan Love really likes to utilize Luke Musgrave. So um, obviously we know how bad Denver is. We already talked about that. So that, <laughs> that's, we'll take that. Uh, but, yeah, I like Luke Musgrave. No, I like that pick. Another bad defense that I'm going against is Dallas Goddard against the Miami Dolphins. We've seen what opposing yep. teams have been able to do in the passing game against them. And if you're rostering Dallas Goddard, you're probably going to start him anyway. Like that, This may not seem like too much of a brain buster, but if you're maybe rostering him and Sam Laporta, then you're in a little bit more of a conundrum on who you're going to start. Sam Laporta just a little tidbit, is going against the Baltimore Ravens who have allowed the least amount of points to opposing tight ends in fantasy. So just something to consider if you're if you're looking at Dallas Goddard and another tight end. I'm going with him against Miami just because of the way that defense flows. And we saw it from him just a few – two weeks ago, right? He kind of had a little bit of a breakout game. Finally. Uh, 52 point over under here. It's going to be – I, I'm just like I'm. Ex- this is one of the games I'm most excited. I'm excited for the Chiefs Chargers game, obviously because of Chiefs Sam, but also because it's Chiefs Chargers. They always seem to have like really tight, close games. It should just be a lot of fun. Not really excited for a lot of 12 p.m. games this week. It just like there's there, there's not a lot out there, man. Like a lot of teams 40, are on buys this week. 39, 40, 37 and a half. Like these are the totals for these 12 o'clock games. We'll be lucky if anybody sniffs 45 points at the 12 o'clock window. Uh, but then you get, you know, then you get Chiefs Chargers, you get 49ers Vikings on Monday night, uh, and you get you get Dolphins or uh, Dolphins and Eagles on Sunday night. So that Sunday night football game is that's the one you circle this week. Get yep, as many fantasy players one. as possible from that. But obviously, with with starts also comes sits. And uh, so let's flip the flip the script here a little bit, Dan. I'll let you get us started here with your sits of the week at quarterback. This kills me because I do love me some Kirk Cousins in the fantasy yeah. football realm, but I'm going to have to sit him against the Niners. I do not like putting my faith in Kirk Cousins in a Monday night game against one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league. They're going to force pressure on him. We all know what happens in primetime games with Kirk Cousins, so I don't even need to go down that road, I feel like. It's just better to take another route. (laughs) Do not go with Kirk Cousins this week. Yeah, it's just not worth it, right? Um, I would like to say there's a lot of other options. There's not a lot of other options because there's a lot of backup quarterbacks, but the 49ers are not giving up any points at all. They lost this past weekend, and they gave up 17 points, was it? They lose 17 to 19 to 17, maybe, 
it was a weird score, but it was it was something strange like that. Yeah, it was uh, the Bears game. I think it was like nineteen twelve or anyway. That it was. Well, I know it was a two point game because Moody missed the field goal to win the game. Okay, nineteen. That's why I think it was nineteen seventeen. But yeah, either way, like it wasn't because the 49ers defense gave a bunch of points. Like they they this defense is so elite, so elite. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I I agree with that. I'm going quarterback Trevor Lawrence tomorrow night on Thursday night football against the yep. New Orleans Saints. Just another another defense that really doesn't give it up. And honestly, this this Jaguars team, I don't really understand. So I believe that they were able to choose whether they wanted a bye week after the London stuff. I think that was the truth. So they go to London for two weeks. They come back home. They end up winning. So that's nice, right? Like they get a they get a win at home this past week or on the, on the road, whatever it was. And mm. then they get a Thursday night football game. Like I just I got weird vibes about this is a lot. Like going overseas, two weeks, coming back. Now you got a short week on a Thursday night. It's a lot. I, I just it doesn't feel right. It feels I complained a lot about the Chiefs schedule. Didn't even re- didn't even realize like how bad this schedule was, uh, so that makes me off of Trevor Lawrence for tomorrow night and this week. Yeah, that's a tough run of games. I mean, wow, I didn't even really think about that. You know, them coming back and having to immediately play a short week—that's yep. real tough. And the Saints' defense is good too. On top of that, yeah, they've been able to limit quarterbacks quite a bit in the games that they played including a shutout against the Patriots. Not that that's a hard thing to do, but I'm not, uh, I'm not too far off with you on this, on this opinion here. Now I I like some of the wide receivers. I like ETN, but Trevor Lawrence, all the, all the typical things that would cause you to bench a quarterback are there injury schedule and the defense you're playing. I mean, that's a trifecta. That's usually not a good combination. Not this week. Not this week. Find somebody else. <laughs> so on my running back sit for this week, I'm going with Zach Boss. We saw what the Cleveland Browns defense just did to the Niners, who I pegged as one of the better offenses in the league. Now we know Christian McCaffrey still got some play in the end zone, but the snap share is teetering more towards Jonathan Taylor as the games are going. So I could just see this coming down to a situation where Zach Moss isn't getting as much play as we continue to move through the season, even though he's been great. He's been really, really solid for that offense. It's, it's kind of a similar situation we just talked about with Trevor Lawrence, right? There's, there's competition in the backfield that's going towards the, the other running back. They're going against a very tough, tough defense and they just had an injury with a quarterback that's going to shift the way that they're going to start playing their offense I feel like so there's just a lot of questionables there that doesn't like me putting Zach Moss in in my lineup even though he's been a top 10 running back up to this point yeah and and I the biggest thing JT and Cleveland Browns like those are my two biggest things right now and and maybe he continues to be the guy but it just doesn't feel like it and just the the same as we'd rather be early on a guy who breaks out like pick him up on the waiver wire before he breaks out those kind of things 
we want to be the same when we see decline from a guy. And Zach Moss's usage should be declining, and we want to be a week early on that. We don't want to be holding the bag in our starting lineup uh, a week that he he you know puts up a goose egg or less than five points. And I think that's definitely in yep. play. No, absolutely. I'm with. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. Zach Evans for the Los Angeles Rams against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We we talked about picking him up on the waiver wire, and I am all for that. I agree. He needs to be picked up. We're not sure how long Kyron Williams will be out, but this is a guy who has not seen the field at all this year, really. And Ronnie Rivers beats him out in camp, so like it's it, it's not like this is the second guy coming and filling the role. I think about it like Chuba Hubbard last week, right? Chuba had been playing throughout the season, and then once Miles Sanders misses, now Chuba is the guy has a good game. Zach Evans hasn't been playing a lot this season, but now he's going to be thrown into the RB1 role. He could come out and smash. That's why we're picking him up on the waiver wires. But I am going to go ahead and sit him this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Rams utilize Matt Stafford in this passing game to, to get through this game and not really rely on Zach Evans a whole lot. Uh, now, hopefully just for future sake, maybe I'm wrong here. Dynasty stake, maybe I'm wrong here. Uh, but for this week, I would rather sit and, and wait a week and see how it goes. I'm with you. I think just Pittsburgh alone gives me – the creeps on yep. starting Zach Evans. So <clears throat> I would definitely give it a week, see how he, see how he fares against this tough defense. You know, that it can only go up from here <laughs> depending on, on who they're playing. Um, so yeah, hundred percent there. Wide receivers sit for this week. I'm going with uh, Josh Palmer in LA. The chiefs defense, the secondary has been stifling against wide receivers we've honestly put together a very solid defense now if you want to make a comment about who we've played over that span you certainly can really our biggest challenge was the minnesota vikings up to this point and if you remember correctly we held justin jefferson pre-injury to just 28 yards jordan addison didn't do much either didn't see much from kj osborne so there's a lot to like about the Chiefs defense, not a lot to like about the Chargers wide receivers in this one, especially Palmer. I think Keenan Allen probably has a decent game, but I'm not liking Palmer this week, so I'm sitting him. I haven't done the research, but I've been wanting to go back and just look at all the number ones. Like you say Keenan Allen probably has a good game, which is probably true. St. Brown had a, de- a good game the first week, six for 71 and a touchdown. But DJ Moore, I think he scores a touchdown, but only had like two or three catches against the Chiefs. It was a late um, touchdown, too. Was, Ju- Justin Jefferson did nothing against the Chiefs. Uh, Calvin Ridley did nothing against the Chiefs. Garrett Wilson wasn't really a factor. Like they, They've shut these number one style of, of wide receivers down. And yeah. Josh Palmer's not number one, but he like they're the fact of the matter is they're shutting wide receivers down and they play some really good ones. And and with Josh Palmer having some good games recently, I think you could easily be box score hunting and be like, oh, Josh Palmer, cool. He's he gave me 12 points last week. I can put him in this week. 
maybe not so fast. Not going to be not going to be that easy. We held Russell Wilson last week to 44 passing yards going into the fourth quarter. This defense is for real. Yeah. And it's awesome. It is. Get this offense running, man. It's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> it is for sure. Um, I'm sticking with our Minnesota versus San Francisco game. You took Kirk Cousins. Um, I told you earlier I would put Roshan Johnson over Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison is my sit of the week for wide receiver. Again, it's really easy to look at this. Like, oh, no, Justin Jefferson. I should start Jordan Addison. Most weeks I'm on board yeah. with that, but not against the San Francisco 49ers team. No, I don't blame you there. On uh, the tight end position, I feel like it'd be harder to start a tight end than <laughs> sit one at this point. But I'm yes. going with uh, going with the Bills tight ends. Whoever, uh, there's some injury stuff going on with those guys. They're going against the Patriots. They're going to be in Boston at New England for this game. Not a lot to like there for either one of those guys. Dalton Kincaid or Dawson Knox. So, I mean, I said either one of them I wouldn't touch this week. Yeah. Um, I'm going Cole Komet just because there's no Justin Fields. Um, That's who I wanted to like, but you beat me you to know, the sheet. <laughs> yeah, like just – it's a great matchup. Like I – if Justin Fields is healthy, I'm all in on the Chicago Bears this week because the Raiders' defense is not good at all. The team is a dumpster fire. But – no, no, Justin Fields. I'm gonna go ahead and pass on Cole Komet. Yeah, that's a no go. That's definitely a no go. Well, starts and sits, man. It's good to get back in there. It's hard. I mean, this stuff is really, really hard moving through this part of the season, especially with the number of injuries that we've seen to marquee players. Yeah, very tough. Very tough deal. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, let's get into high risk, high reward. I like your play here. Um, a guy that I'm actually looking at debating on if I should play him or not, um, especially in a couple of places where I, you know, Joe Burrow is on a buy, Dak Prescott's on a buy, Ryan Tannehill's on a, like CJ Stroud, you might be streaming this week, is on a buy. So there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of quarterbacks on a buy. We've already talked about the injuries. Um, so I, I want to hear your your take on on why this is your high risk high reward guy. Yeah, my high risk high reward this week is to Rod Taylor. I know I mentioned it earlier in the show, but I really liked what I what I saw from him in terms of the way that he enhanced the Giants' offense. To their top two receivers, Slayton and Wando Robinson, had season high totals in receiving yards Dude. going against the Buffalo Bills defense. Juan Dale, man, had a game. <laughs> I mean, this is and, – and not to mention, Terod Taylor has the upside with his legs. He was able to rush for about just – I think it was right around 25 yards in that game. And, you know, getting those season high totals for those receivers. Uh, Darren Waller still had – decent numbers for a tight end <laughs> and they're going against the Washington commanders this week, which is really nothing special about that defense unless they're able to force, force some pressure on him. And if that's the case to Rod Taylor has the mobility to break out of that pocket and turn some, turn nothing into something. So I like the high risk, high reward factor here with 
Yeah. You know, all of the quarterback injuries and everything going on, you can certainly take a gamble on a guy like Tarot Taylor. Maybe it pays off. You get a 24, 25 point game from him. Worst case scenario, you're probably sitting at 16 or 17 points, which is what you would have got if you had started a guy like, I don't know, what, what Daniel Jones. Yeah. <laughs> but like Daniel Jones, exactly. I don't know. Daniel Jones probably is going to get you more like 10 to 12 points. So, yeah. And he didn't turn the ball over either against the Bills. And the Bills have been a really solid defense so far. Uh, in terms of generating some of those turnovers. And, yeah, I just think there's there's a lot to like. There's a lot to be cautious about, and that, that really puts them here for me. Okay, I like that. Um, I just looked him up on my – my dynasty league that I have no quarterbacks this week, he's already taken. So that was ah. darn it. I was like, oh, this is a good idea. I should look him up. Now nah, he's already taken. Um, I didn't even think about Tyrod Taylor, honestly, before this. So uh, Marquise Brown is who I'm going with. Dude's had over like double digit targets in four of the last five weeks. I mean, Josh Dobbs is throwing to him. Like, there's no doubt about that. It doesn't work out last week. He is the alpha. We talked about him earlier. And I think that he's got a – he has a, a breakout potential, like slate-breaking game in him. And it's just a matter of it, is it going to get all put together? Because when you're getting 10, 11, 12 targets a game, like that's what Devontae Adams and Amon Ross St. Brown and, and Tyreek Hill are getting, right? Like, right. And Marquise Brown is getting the same thing. They're just not capitalizing because Josh Dobbs isn't a very good quarterback. So um, he's been serviceable, but he's not a great quarterback. I love Hollywood, uh, and and I would be willing to play him against this really really bad Seattle defense. Um, and so that's that's kind of where I'm at. I think he's got uh, definitely high risk just because Josh Dobbs is bad, but right. high reward against a bad defense and all the targets he is getting. All right, uh, let's hit our quarterback and defensive streams. Real, I'll get us started. Um, at quarterback, I'm going Sam Howell. He's 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 available in about 67 percent of ESPN leagues, and there's so many injuries to quarterbacks. I would rather play Sam Howell against the Giants' defense, honestly, than you know some of these backup quarterbacks. Just yeah. because, uh, you know, he's the starter. Like, we know what he is. Now, he might not be the quarterback next year. He might not be the quarterback next week. <laughs> Who knows in this <laughs> day and age. Uh, but he he should be the quarterback this week. You already talked about Brian Robinson earlier. I like the commanders. Um, that they're the, they're the favorite in this game. So, I think that. I think that he's got a, a, an opportunity, mainly because of all the injuries and bye weeks. He has an opportunity to potentially be, you know, in the top 12 of quarterbacks at the end of the week. I love Sam Howell, man. I love what I've seen from him so far. I plugged him in the week they played the Bears on Thursday Night Football uh, when I had a QB on a bye, and he's he popped off then, and he's he's been solid anytime that I've looked his way. So I love that that is a streaming option. It's surprising to me that he's still available in so many leagues. With yep. all the QB injuries, with all of the buys and waivers at this point have likely already processed on your Wednesday morning. Yep. So um, you don't even have to submit a claim for him. That's the best part. You can just go in and scoop him if he's there. 
Go pick him up. Uh, defensively, I'm going with the Raiders. I mean, they're playing against a guy named Tyler Badgett. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, why not play a defense against some of these backup what quarterbacks? Like, yeah. Going with the Raiders. I love it. My uh, QB and defensive streams of the week this week, I'm going with Jordan Love. Going against Denver. Kind of talked about him earlier in the show, so I won't dive too deep into that, but still available in several leagues where you can go in, scoop them up, play them against this Denver D. Uh, for my defensive side of things, I like the Rams defense. They're owning less than 10% of ESPN leagues, and they're going up against wow. three week Pittsburgh offense. Yeah. That, uh, that offensive line it has not been super protective of Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett has forced, been, been forced into situations where he's turned the ball over a little bit. They're not really scoring a ton of points offensively either. So grabbing the Rams, led by Aaron Donald, I like the potential there for that. I like that a lot. Uh, Dan, this week we're going we're gonna to try to cut it off here at an hour, so we're not going to talk – too much DFS, but I do want to name that Dan and I both say Kamara an MVP slash captain tomorrow night. Yep. Get your Kamara shares in there, baby. Let's go. And and honestly, you want some DFS stuff? Yo, like I, I'm I'm here for you guys. Dan's gonna be here for you guys. Just jump in our Discord. There's a link Absolutely. in the description, episode description. Jump in the Discord. We'll talk through it. Um, I was showing off a couple of teams that I had in from Sunday night football this week, um, taking down the tournament, not only first place, but also second place. Like I've had some success with these, these single game slates, still trying to work through my process with some of the, the Sunday main slate stuff, um, felt a little bit better this week, but jump in the discord and you can definitely get any of our picks, any of our start sits will answer all the questions. So come join our discord. There is a link in the bio. Dan, I'll, I'll sign myself off real fast and let you take us home. Follow me on Twitter at Trevor underscore at Trevor S underscore FF. RIP to Anthony Richardson. Can't wait to see him back next next year because he's going to the moon. The dude is a baller. The Colts have something brewing, I'm telling you. Lose the rest of the games. Go get a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. He he fits in the Colts. Take after his dad's steps, right? Being Marvin Harrison. I didn't he think needs that. to wear the Colts uniform. Give Michael Pittman a guy on the other side of him. More weapons for, Pitt, uh, for Anthony Richardson. And, of course, our boy, Kev, the big Colts fan. Like, we got we to gotta support Kev, too. So, you know. Hopefully, truly, I hope that Anthony Richardson gets gets healthy and has a great recovery. And all these quarterbacks that are out this week have a great recovery. Uh, make sure you check us out on YouTube at Bite Size Sports. Subscribe, like, all those good things. Absolutely. And you can give me a follow on Twitter at Dan underscore TF40. That's the same handle for IG as well. Big shout out to Bite Size and everything they're doing in the sports game. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, seeing all the different programs out there. If you're into NBA, the season's kicking up again, so you're going to see the bounce out there. All kind preseason of preview up. this week, I think. So, oh yeah. oh yeah, I can't believe it's already NBA season, man. It's time. It's the best time of the year, man. We got basketball starting up, middle of football, baseball playoffs. What October more could you baseball. want? 
Check out uh, the Fastest 40 as well. We are partnered with the Odyssey. It's been a lot of fun getting shows out two times a week for my Chiefs fans out there. And then do exactly what Trevor said. Follow the shows. Stay up to date on all the episodes we're putting out. Like and subscribe. And join that Discord because we want to talk with you guys about fantasy football. We want to answer those start and sits. So excited for week seven. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Go Need to know everything. Who in the what and the where? I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious, George. I hop in the Porsche, five and a horse. I'm ready for war. I'm coming for throws to turn to a ghost. I need to know everything. Now you'd be surprised at the info you get is by letting them talk so much.